Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're here again for another one. Yes, Lord. Here it is. Hi, friends. We are in episode 10. And you know know what they say about episode 10. If you make it past 10. We're in this to stay. Like Kanye West says, we wasn't supposed to make it past 25, but joke's on you. We're still alive. We're still thriving. Yes, Lord. Praise him. Sure enough, uh-uh. thank you for 10, 10 episodes. <laughs> so exciting. It's such a special occasion of this 10, 10 I feel like episodes. we should be singing happy birthday. Why? Birthday. <laughs> it's the, the <laughs> birth of a new era. Bitch, we here to stay. We're 10 episodes old now. Okay. We in there. <laughs> 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 All right. So we definitely want to introduce our wine of the week. So, I don't know who made this choice, but our wine of the week is 19 Crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Cali Rosé, the Snoop Dogg wine, basically. He has two with 19 mm-hmm. Crimes. One is like a something red. Is it Cali Red? Cali it's Cali Red. red mm-hmm. And then he also has the Cali Rosé. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but 19 Crimes has like an app, I think. And Snoop Dogg can, if you put your phone on the app, over the his picture, it talks and it moves on the app. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. So of course, it meets my requirements. It's ten point five. What? My brother-in-law just took a big old swig of wine. Alright. He's enjoying himself. Continue. Yeah, yeah meet your 10.5 child. Definitely on your mm-hmm. radar for alcohol mm-hmm, content. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely happy about that. It's a rosé. It's dry, but it's not that dry. Like, a lot of rosés are dry, yes. but it's not that dry. So, I really appreciate that. But this, this drink could get you caught up. It's so smooth. Like, I'm two glasses in and we just got started. <laughs> I'm trying to sip this shit slow. Because you know, y'all know I can fuck a bottle up, <laughs> and, I, and I got to go to work in the morning, and I don't need to do that. Shit, me too, girl. Let's, let's not talk about the work shenanigans. Okay? I know, but but it is really good. Um, it kind of reminds me of like the white merlot. It's like right there in the okay. middle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's not too too dry, but it it is dry. But then it's not awfully sweet. That makes me like do that. Yeah. Pumpkin. Make me cringe a little. Yeah, I like this. I- I don't regret y'all making me buy this one. Good job. <laughs> and Jawanda, I thought you definitely recommended this one. I'm pretty one. sure it was oh, okay. you. Yeah. It could have been me. I don't remember who did it. It could have been me. You know, I love to try different wines. While we were picking up some the 19 Crimes today, I was like, I was already looking at what other ones I could get. But we were um, pressed for time, so I couldn't stroll the aisles like I would like to. Ah. Well, this is a, a very, very special episode. Because we are celebrating the marriage of 
one Jawanda and Elbit Davis. Destiny Yay! Davis. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Cheers. Your holy matrimony. It was a beautiful ceremony. I cried. I cried at the rehearsal dinner, too. It just, oh, it's such a beautiful sight. <laughs> Monique, did you get all emotional? I did, but it was EJ and his mom having their dance that took me down. I was done after that. It was so sweet. I need to get my life together after that. I said, I ain't gonna cry no more, God dog. That's it. <laughs> I ain't got no more tears left in my body. No, right, no more makeup on my face. <laughs> was he was definitely sad. there. That was taking a, a toll on me, too, but... It was a beautiful ceremony. It really was. We had a good time. And we were there from day one. So that's that made it even more like intimate and exciting and cherishable. Right. Now tell the people again how many unofficial years you've been together. Like the, the total. Um, unofficial nine. Official yes. seven. So totaling nine years, damn near ten years. Seven and a half. Were you guys tied the knot? I'ma count that half. Nine. Okay. Yes. Nine. That, anyway, that matters. It does matter. Mm-hmm. But we would like to introduce our loving, who's always been our brother-in-law for years now. Honestly, he's been our brother-in-law for like about at least five of right. these nine years, if not more. Mr. Uh, E.J. Davis, come on and join us, good friend. Hey, how everybody doing? <laughs> it just sounds so nice. It just sounds nice, don't it? Because I am nice. I'm a nice guy. You are. You are. Very you nice. You had me guy. at the omelets. <laughs> <laughs> at the I knew omelets. my brother-in-law wow. was a good man when we would have kickbacks and stay the night, and he got up and made omelets for us. Nigga, it was the dishes <laughs> and laundry for me. It's them acts of service that I just want done. It's like, look, he willing to wash dish. And fold and and wash laundry. He don't even live here. I'm done. I was like, he'll do anything for this woman if that's what he out here doing. Right. God damn it. <laughs> He's the one. Yeah, I am pretty awesome. And thank I, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, y'all. You, <laughs> and it's time to get arrogant. Nope. No, he's not. He's not arrogant. Oh, okay. Right. Very confident. Bam. He put some respect on his name. Exactly. Because he don't he don't be saying it. Because I've been telling you for years, you had a smorgasbord, bitch. Some of us out here fighting for crumbs, okay? Like little ants coming from their colony <laughs> to take it back to the queen. Not the little crumbs on our back. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing around, trying to find something. But you got a smorgasbord in front of you, ho. I can't. It's like watching the clumps get that last little avocado. <laughs> Why did I watch that movie yesterday? Did you? Stop it. <laughs> yes. I've been on this whole binge of watching like black movies. Yeah, another episode. That was a good one. But EJ, we want to know what is your um, take on how you all met on episode nine? Jawanda shared her love story, her view on how y'all met. So oh, yeah, yes, that. So uh, she got most of it right. Uh, we were uh, working oh. at Walmart together. <laughs> Oh, y'all laughed at me. We were working at Walmart together, and uh, I saw her. Like, she knew, just came to our shift. So, me being the person I am, I just was speaking. Hey, how you doing? And, you know, Jawanda, your sister being the way she is, really ignoring you. Not really saying anything. So, after a few months of speaking to her, I think she finally decided to to speak back. <laughs> and we would just begin regular 
normal conversations. And then over time, it just continued to grow and grow and grow. Um, uh, she was getting out of a relationship uh, probably four or five months after she started working there. And we were just talking at work. And um, I had got out of a relationship probably five to six months before that. And she eventually asked to come to my house. And she pulled up to me in the area I was in. I had just got promoted, became a little supervisor, feeling myself a little bit. She's like, hey, I want to come through. So I was like, oh, well, come through. And the rest is history. That's adorable. How do you feel being pursued by her after she finally decided to speak back? <laughs> it felt nice. Because <laughs> you know she's just gorgeous, beautiful woman. So I was like, hmm, this fine girl want to talk to me? All right. Well, come on through. So, no, she was extremely classy. That's why he married her. Yeah, I just wanted a date. I was just trying to get a little finesse, you know, take me to dinner. That's all I wanted. And then she got a ring. So let that be a lesson to you, ladies. (laughs) Don't be taking your spinning night bag the first night. (laughs) Have some class. Oh, my gosh. But don't be shy. Yeah, go for what you want. I wanted that that date. Word. You know. You know, came back with a whole husband. A whole husband. So guys, you've been married what? What's about forty eight hours? <laughs> how, how, how how does it feel? Over forty eight <laughs> hours. How does it feel to be finally married? The same. I don't feel different. I'm pretty sure EJ has uh wiped my ears to death but you know it's it's fine you don't love it <laughs> girl i feel like that was sending a tingle down my he, spine for somebody be like my wife do this my wife yeah and my husband said that i do that damn it it's just i can't believe you. he's so extra it's just that he's extra with it i love it though <laughs> there's a need can, to be can extra. i be me yeah like can i not be Let me it, and, and express the I love for my can. wife and being able to say wife I've been prepping for this for years, so. Hey. We all have. So it's just so nice to let it roll off the tongue. I love it. He said he's just getting started, sis, so get used mm-hmm. to it. Oh, yeah, you got the rest of the life for this. Right. Ooh. I'm here. A long time, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to say. I mean, I ain't going nowhere. I'm a stick beside her. That's yours. That's That's your husband. Your hubby. I'm still here. Did y'all think anything would change when y'all got married? I didn't. I didn't either. That's good. I guess that shows like how good your relationship was beforehand. Because a lot of people say like, you know, people change when they get married and they don't do this no more. And that kind of makes me fucking nervous. So I'm watching you niggas because... I get nervous with people. They be like, oh, we quit doing this and quit doing that. I'm like, oh, shit. What happens? Does the expectations change from when you was boyfriend and girlfriend for a long time to when you become somebody's whole husband or whole wife? I'm pretty transparent. So what you see is what you get. So if you feel like you expecting anything different, um, it ain't going to happen. So we can talk about it and then we can kind of compromise. But what is this you see I present you with is what it is. 
And fortunately for me, I'm pretty smart and I can follow directions and signs well. So yeah, before I made this decision, I I knew what I was gonna do and I knew what I was getting into. So Oh, it is amazing to watch you love her and her to love you. It's so funny, like y'all y'all anticipate each other. You just know what's up, like, you know what? I'm gonna just right. stop and be quiet. Like yesterday when he was like, I'm just gonna go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna exit the room and let you have this moment. And I was like, Great. "Smart man, very smart man." I love you though. Bye. <laughs> I mean, to to be able to handle my moods, you guys. I feel like I don't know what happens or how you guys handle me. I just don't understand. But you know, well, honey, we all have flaws, and I think it's it's really about the reciprocation. I I expect. For you to understand my fucking moods, and I I learned to understand yours. Yeah, I guess that is true. So you know, I I want the same understanding. There, you know, even at work, these yeah. people are like, oh, she in the mood today. We know how to handle her, and to be able to have those kind of people around you, <laughs> it's a blessing. Cause God knows. <laughs> okay, I got it. Sometimes I'm scared. <laughs> I got that at home. I'm scared to not be a teacher. I got that with friends, yeah. and I got it at work. Well. Who would who would have known? I'd be having this kind of people around me that be like, "Okay, I'm just let her have her moment, and we are gonna come back." Right. This moment <laughs> is not gonna sacrifice our <laughs> friendship. Right. Yes, and I appreciate. She'll that. be back in about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were always like that, that'd be different. Oh lord. But you're not. Yeah, you're fucking awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> you're an awesome. Well, thank you. I tr- I really try to be a great a great friend. That's my whole thing. You are a great friend. Great friend and a great family member for to those. I love to be a member of my family. Does that sound right? Yeah, because I mean, you you've expressed several times that you choose yours. Just because they related to you, don't necessarily make them family. Yeah, that's important. You a G for that one. Take some balls and do some stuff like that. <laughs> for real. Um, some of us have not grown in that way. I'm just going to have to just, just sit there and suck that shit the fuck Girl, up. it's life, child. Once, you, once you've been beaten and battered so many times, I mean, when are you going to take the whip back and say no more? Or either you're going to take the whip back and say no more, or you're going to take the whip back and retaliate. So I choose to take the whip back and say no more. So... I feel like uh, I'll let you hurt me so many times. Well, not everybody is fit to get along with everybody. Just because you family don't mean y'all meant to be together. Friends. I know. There's a difference. Yeah, I know. But I guess it just depends on how, you, how you're raised. Yeah. Because I mean, some people make you think that you're supposed to. Yeah. And, that, and then that's when you have to realize for yourself where it ain't like that. You got to make those decisions for yourself. So I definitely was raised that way, but I had to make that decision for myself. But you know, you have got um, a good band of people around you, and you've picked some some bomb ass family. And you have you build your own family for real. Y'all are real ones, okay? Yeah, y'all are some real ones. And if this weekend hasn't proved that, <laughs> I don't know. We what here has. to stay. Yes, okay. We are here to stay, y'all. 
you down for me. Right. Well, on a lighter note, let's <clears throat> right. switch into this segment of game night. Questions for the bride and groom. Mm-mm. So we're going to ask these questions and you give what you think the answer is and your spouse has to confirm. The first question is for the groom. Describe the bride's favorite outfit. A t-shirt with some leggings and some comfortable shoes. She could wear that every day. That's exactly what she would wear. Even though she looks so good when she gets dressed up. Mm, Jesus. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if she could wear a t-shirt with some leggings and them stocks or some uh, slides... She loves her vapor mats too. Or those, she wear it every day. Facts. Okay. I'm all about comfortability. <laughs> and you forgot the bra without the wire. I would wear that all the time. But if I, um, it's something about the wire. Like it pushes us up where I don't sweat. So I can't wear the bra without the wire. But if I can wear the bra without the wire and not worry about sweating, I'd be in there. Or no bra at all. Team I was no about bra. to say I was gonna say team. no bra, but I was trying to keep no it PC bra. for the uh, for the recording. No. Not as much as we cuss <laughs> on this motherfucker here. <laughs> no, nigga, I really I like, he probably didn't think he was gonna have a bra on at all. <laughs> no need to be filtered here. Nah, just be you. Do you do your thug thizzle, bro? For real. <laughs> okay, so this one's for the bride. So if EJ has a day off and an empty house, how do you think he's going to spend the day? Drinking and playing video games. <laughs> Any video games in particular? Um, no, it kind of depends on his mood. So he may do a little Mario. He may do a little um, nostalgia video games. He may do... Um, damn, what's the other? Not Final Fantasy, because he'll do that too. The other one. <laughs> uh, can't think of it. Birth of the Wild with Zelda. Yeah. So he'll probably do those. <laughs> Mar- probably the top ones is Mario, Zelda, Final Fantasy. He'll probably do those games. But yes. A drink and some video games. That would be his perfect day with no schoolwork. Yep, she is absolutely right. That no schoolwork <laughs> thing is key. <laughs> I'm giving him thumbs up when he said Zelda. He was like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> to our groom, what is one thing that your spouse has that you love to get rid of? Hmm. What is one thing that's a one to have that I love to get rid of? Mm, right now she got some holy leggings that she loves to wear <laughs> and I think I want to get rid of them because it was a time in the beginnings of our relationship that I had some drawers I really loved that had a little hole in them Oh shit. and she literally ripped them <laughs> so I think I want to get rid of her favorite black holy leggings that she gonna, that she loves to wear that's probably what I get rid of sis <laughs> did you cut the man drawers up okay. you them with your first hand of all like it was a whole vendetta of a competition between us, okay? Because I had some panties that had one little hole, and he said, your panties got a hole in them. Real? He used to tear the panties off of me. So anytime I saw his underwear, and they had holes in 
them, I'd be like, your drawers got holes in them. Rip. Okay. He didn't tell the whole side of the story. He started the war. <laughs> now, sometimes you need the holy panties to sleep in. I ain't sleeping in no panties. I will neither confirm nor will I deny. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. I mean, sometimes those holes, the panties with the holes in them be like laundry day panties. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's your last resort. You have no other panties. And then you always forget to throw them away because you automatically just put your clothes in the dirty clothes when you get home. Like, you don't be like, damn, I forgot. I need to throw these away. So that's my story. Wash them. Right, and I washed them. I may as well try to wear them one more time. Yeah, and you <laughs> know they more time. Them. And the one more time keeps happening over and over Because <laughs> you keep forgetting to throw them away. <laughs> Until the holes get in between the legs, they are still usable. Facts. Facts. As long as my, um, my labia is not hanging out of my panties. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> as long as they're cooter and exposed, <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> You know, you can buy panties like that now, though. So, you know. No. Might as That's well keep lingering. Those... <laughs> That's different. They already come like that for easy access. Hmm, y'all's married now. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, now. now. Right. I think you I should. I said we married now, so. Mm. Right, right. You should buy some lingerie that got the little slit in the middle. Wear you a nice dress, and y'all go to this nice restaurant and just happen to go to the bathroom together. I know your listeners can't see me with the ones look like this. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Y'all are embarrassing. First of all, y'all know no, I would not be wearing no panties with holes in the bottom. Why not? Because my meat gonna hang yeah, that's out. Cool, that's okay. That's what they're made for. What's the next question? Any another question? Okay. <laughs> well, alright. Alright, bitch. Alright. Okay. Alright, what is your lover's biggest shopping addiction? Who, me? Yeah, bitch, yeah. you. For the brand. Oh. Hmm. I don't think his biggest shopping addiction. Orange juice. <laughs> Any particular brand. He likes his vitamin C. Trop- Any particular brand. Tropicana. Tropicana. Tropicana or simply orange. Simply orange. Good. Good orange juice. Oh, y'all love that simple orange. Yes. Simply orange with the pineapple. Ooh. Damn. Undefeated. When you mix your drink, yeah, that that is his. Other than that, I don't think he really has a big shopping addiction. Besides, like he, like he, if he buys things, it'll probably be like some big things. But as far as like little things, like there's always gonna be some orange juice unless I'm making the grocery list. I'm gonna have to cut them off. I respect it. I've been trying to cut them off. I respect it. Cause he don't don't do that because you have the orange juice gone in like three days. Cause he he loves juice. Feel about wine. Orange juice is delicious. It's so delicious. That's why I'm having sad face. I bought me a bottle and it's been in my refrigerator for a month and now I refuse to drink it. No, what wine or orange juice? That's terrible. Just smell it. Orange juice deserves to be drank. (laughs) At all times. I just use it for mimosas and try to drink it for breakfast, but I be late for work, so I don't never get to pour it. <laughs> just smell the orange juice. juice. If it like don't that, have that right. strong Smaller. smell, then you should be fine. The way my intestines are no, set up, I wouldn't. I don't take no chances. I think you need to start buying the little tiny ones at the gas station. You know, I might do that. 
Cause but that won't work for EJ, apparently. We need to get him the case. Oh, no, I'm talking Sam's about you because you know you don't drink it. And I don't really drink it. I only use it for mimosas and I don't need but a damn splash of it anyway because I'm looking for the alcohol. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Put that bitch right back in the refrigerator. <laughs> okay. Came through dripping. <laughs> so, EJ, what's the bride's uh, ideal vacation? Hmm. I don't know what Joanda's ideal vacation is since we didn't we don't really go on vacation like that. Getting the way our life has been set up lately. But I figure it's somewhere I'ma guess somewhere on an island or somewhere away from everybody. We just us or people that are that are close to us spending our time together, uh, and doing things together. Cause spending time together is something that's really important to me. Okay, I can agree with that. You know, y'all know I always wanted to go to Barbados, so that's an island somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wanted us to go in the group. Hell, we was talking about our honeymoon and where we was going. I was like, damn, it'd be fun if our friends could come. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, y'all supposed to do that right. alone. But I know we have to do it at alone. Least at a different but hotel. I'm just thinking about, oh, it'll be fun if we were all there together. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> they can come. We just go a little few days earlier. Okay. And they come out. Something. Yeah. Something that like would that. Work. Like y'all need to yeah. have some alone. I like to share the um I like to share experiences. And not saying I don't like to share it with EJ, but I just know that the friends in the circle that I have, they would love to experience the same thing that I'm experiencing. So I was just like, Oh, I know that they would love that. We'd be on the you know, Mo love the beach, first of all. Taylor loves the beach. Uh, you know, Constance loves wearing her little two-piece little skimpy outfits because, you know, we right, be too self-conscious to be wearing it. our little string bikinis. <laughs> Why, bitch? Why? Oh, Don't be. Lord. Shit. Share your body with the people. Right, because there's people with worse bodies than ours that be out here, but you know. Oh, Lord, it took you so long to say it. I know it's true. It's just that I still feel self-conscious about it. You know, just because you gonna look like a bumblebee in your outfit, I just feel like (laughs) this bitch said a bumblebee. Not a bumblebee. Fuck you, bro. (laughs) I just feel like that don't mean I have to represent that. I shouldn't feel like you know, (laughs) nigga. You know, some people be out I'm here sure and they like just it. be we see Respucia on Norbit out here in her two piece and they be out here like that. But like you can't she can't see her pussy. There's a difference. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why you compare yourself and you talk about this fupa that does not exist in your body and it makes me want to punch you in My your fupa nose. does exist. You can't. You don't have a fucking fupa bitch. You don't have one. Constance. <sighs> Ma'am. Are you wearing bottoms? No, I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm not. I'm not talking to you. Yes, I'm wearing. <laughs> and people can tell when you're wearing bottoms. I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. Let's. I'm glad you said that because she doesn't believe well, me. She I just think I'm saying it because I love that her for years, EJ, and she refuses to believe me. Like I've legit, I felt like cussed her out. She did. Like, she cursed all of us out. She did. Right? All of us. She cussed all of and us you deserve, out. And you still don't listen, and you still don't fucking listen. I don't. You don't like it when I do, when I say that. You okay, I don't say it as often now. But then you get mad when I say it. Okay, I don't say it as often as I used to, but there's still a little foop there, you know. 
This may be not be a foo pub, but it's a little foo. A little foo. I don't see nothing but deliciousness. Okay, see? next question, please. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and I'll always choose to step out of that conversation. She won't jump out <clears throat> my throat again. Facts, okay? Because Constance tore our ass <laughs> up that day. <laughs> That thing had hurt you know my what? feelings. I you said, know Jawanda, what? I, did you know what? Did you need to stop? Why does it hurt? It hurts more when it comes to somebody else. Because you've never talked to us yourself. like that before. I know. But it really infuriates me that you say the shit about yourself. Say, I'm tired of y'all talking about this that? shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it. Sick to death of it. I've had it. She came for all three of us that day. How do y'all talking down here? as some bullshit. <sighs> You're fucking beautiful, bitch. Just accept it. Gosh, and that's man. how she ended it. <laughs> As she left the bathroom. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, who else but Constance? <laughs> you know, I said it out of love, but y'all really pissed me off with that. Y'all killed me. He was like, well, damn. That's like after your mama <laughs> curse your ass out. <laughs> and all you can do is just sit there in your room and reflect on what your mama say and be like, damn. <laughs> The whole drive home was completely quiet. <laughs> but I controlled my drinking of brown since that night. We appreciate it. I controlled it. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a little too far Maybe gone. Maybe we could talk I'm, about I'm, that, calm down that weekend one day. Oh, we should. Oh, uh, Which weekend was this? Was this D.C.? Was yeah. this Vegas? Oh, this was we this definitely Charlotte? need to talk about D.C. Now, that's a weekend we need to okay. talk about. <laughs> I just know, like, because, you know, I love y'all. I know about the epic weekends, and those three always stick out to me. Plus the first one at Myrtle Beach with uh the oh, the God. guy that was sitting Jeez. on Mo. That's Jeez. always was hilarious. Jeez. Oh, my God. I don't remember his real name. He is he will always and forever be yeah. used to me. Definitely Jeez. <laughs> that, was, that wow. was a good one. We got yeah, to gotta roll that back for, some, for a later episode. Our, yeah, Maybe, yeah we might have to do like a like a week like vacations episode or something and go down the list because I technically there probably been like eight to ten vacations because I can't remember what year we started doing the vacations but I'm thinking it's I think we're well, but what year was that first. that was 2012 because we were to get uh first talking yeah y'all so, okay. took Ruby down to Myrtle Beach so that, Matt Thomas mm, I remember that. Because Rihanna's album had just come out, Anti, I think it just mm-hmm. came out. And we listened to it the whole way there and back. Okay, so that means we've, this, Wait if now. we go on, when we go on vacation this year, it'll be 10 vacations. Be 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds about right. Wow. We're going to be 10 in November, y'all. Yep. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Right. Ooh, <laughs> club, Lord have mercy. I cannot. Oh, nigga. Yeah, you <laughs> old now. We seasoned. <laughs> Oh, we season, child. We season. But um, Virginia Beach was definitely an experience. Experience. Random and hilarious. This is for you. If you could treat your spouse to anything, what would it be? I know what his answer would be. <laughs> well, what would it be then? <laughs> if you could treat him to anything. <laughs> Never mind. I think I might know what it is, too. Well, if you could treat him to anything, what would it be? Um, anything, anything. So for the edited answer, I would say ice cream. 
Yeah, he loves ice cream. <laughs> he Ooh, yeah. loves ice cream and what milkshake. Time? What type? Butter pecan. How much you really love me? There we go. You know me. My wife knows me. Oh my God, you like my dad. He loves that I shit. I love too. butter pecan too. Want. Butter pecan and um, Oreo. Probably my favorite, two favorite. Mm. But yeah, I would treat him to some ice cream. And the unedited version. Pussy. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> The cooch. I mean, what's backseat action? Now, that's gonna be another. That's gonna be another episode right there. That's gonna be a whole other episode right there. A busted baby and a little Miss Becky. Now look, listen here. These Ray pills will have you right. Ray pills. Fiending bitch. Speak. Yeah, um, give details, please. What these vitamins I've been trying to take is by Ray R A E. You can find them at the Target. Oh, girl, I was talking, you talking about Ray Kids, <laughs> Ray J pills. <laughs> no. So okay, stupid. go ahead. No, they get you in the mood, child. You should, you should, you should, you should test that out. Test them waters, and then a little weed. It always makes me horny. I don't know about you. Weed used to make me horny, but all it does now is just make me sleepy. I see, look how you shake your head. Like it's inevitable. I always fall asleep with weed. Yeah, that's why I shake my head. Because yeah. I, I remember back in the day. Yeah. Ruby days. Ooh, Ruby. Ooh. You want to talk about a old faithful? God damn. She was so good to. She was a trucker. That time was. She cold. was faithful. <clears throat> What's next? Well, let's try to get a sponsorship for these rape pills then. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I take some every day. If I forget all my my care of, I definitely can remember them in mood pills. And they serve me well. Lord, not you just gonna be putting some ray pills in my food. Right. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna spike it. I'm never gonna do that. No, never. No. <laughs> no. Of course not. Not me. No. <laughs> I just get them from work. Amazon. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. What? Please subscribe. Fourteen and five. Okay. Question for the group. <laughs> this is for both of you. If you had unlimited funds, what would your wedding be like? Okay. Unlimited funds, it would be um, destination for sure. Um, it would be on somebody's island. Um, not maybe not necessarily an outside wedding, because that's not that's not what I actually imagined myself getting married outside. Just because I didn't know what the weather would be like. But if they had an inside outside option, I probably would consider that. If the weather's good, we can do it outside. So definitely destination, somebody's island, um, with all my close friends and family with me, and I guess whatever, I don't know who EJ would want to invite, but for me, for my close friends and family, and us having a good time, like it being like an actual like long weekend type vacation. I don't know if I would want to be around y'all for a week. But I definitely know I could do a long weekend with y'all on this beach. EJ, your answer. 
So do I need to give my real answer since you said unlimited funds? Yeah, or do I need mm-hmm. to give a realistic answer? Yeah, honey. No, I need no. To, it's unlimited funds, so give you a real answer. Okay, so first thing I would do is uh, create a business in an LLC that calls EJ and Jawanda Wedding. Somebody would give me the unlimited funds. We'd go to the courthouse, and then I wouldn't work for the rest of my goddamn life. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> do we get paid out of your wedding business? <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. They got a whole plan. But if it wasn't that, it definitely would be destination. Definitely be a destination, right? Uh, an island, a mountain, a, another country, something. And uh, all my closest friends and family would be there. We probably would pay for everybody for everything because, you know, my family po. I come from post-op. Uh, good at heart, just ain't got no money. So, yeah, I'll make sure everybody will be able to come, able to enjoy it, good time, have that experience. Then I'll see y'all home. Me and Joanna to stay there another two weeks, and we'll come back. Yeah, 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 That sounds yeah. good. That do sound good. Goddamn. But I gotta work. How are we gonna make that work, my schedule? Nigga, apparently not. You got unlimited funds. To it's have unlimited wedding, funds, so. so we don't have to work. We don't, we don't have to do anything. Oh, okay. Honestly, you probably didn't already built the LLC, and then you went on this vacation. <laughs> so it sounds like I gotta go out on LOA for you know two, three weeks. Yeah, it's fine. Cause you don't, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not an object. <laughs> Tell them to kiss your ass, bitch. Bitch. Okay. So our answers are about right. the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they sound <clears throat> good. This I is fun. So one final question. And I don't know. It seems like such a weird question to ask, but I'm I'm truly curious. And you knew I was going to ask this, Jawanda. So this is for both of you, and you can answer however you want to. But Jawanda, you're going first because you just went. How did you know? And I'm not going to say the one, but I want I want to know what what let you know like this is this is it. This is what I want. EJ is a person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And then, comparably, EJ, I want you to tell me like when did you know? Maybe what happened or. What realization maybe did y'all come to to let you know, like, this is the person, this is my person. I want them to be my person forever. <laughs> Why you got this? Go ahead. First of all, he got this big smile because. on his face. And then I look at yeah. Constance, she got this big ass smile on her face. And then I look at Mo, she got this smirk on her face. And I'm just. <laughs> um, what bitch you I have an answer? Know. Inquiring minds. I mean, I guess my answer would be when I told EJ. That I think God is trying to send me to West Virginia to go to pharmacy school. And I was like, would you be okay with that? And he was just like, yes. And we'll just have to make it work. And at that point, um, I moved. And we made that point to make it work. And like I said in a previous podcast, I can't remember whether it was nine. But I definitely said that... um, I was going through some things and I really didn't want to make anything work in my life. I was just in this place by myself and um, I lost somebody that was important to me. But he was just like, I'm here. So if you want to make this relationship work, like we have to communicate and be with each other. And I think at that point, I realized that there was somebody um, 
that was in my corner that wanted to see me succeed and was willing to make the sacrifices that I had to make and willing to make sacrifices of their own in order for us to make things work. So that was my point in my life where I just felt like I need to marry this nigga because um <laughs> I need, because I mean first of all I didn't want to be in West Virginia by myself. So I was just like, okay, that was my second scheme. Okay, my first scheme was me trying to get this date. But it seems like my second scheme was me trying to get him to come to West Virginia so I wouldn't be here by myself. But I mean, I ended up being fine anyway. But, and he made plenty of trips. He talks all about all the time how he put all these miles on his car to come see me. And um, it wasn't... It wasn't always about being, um, I guess, being intimate with each other or whatever. It's just sometimes you just need to be around each other. And we had those opportunities. And then we also had friends who we also went out and we had experiences together. So I think that us being in a long-distance relationship um, enhanced our relationship, to say, versus um, like making it dissipate. Because I know a lot of times people can't handle long-distance relationships because I guess, like, things fall to the wayside and the relationship starts to dissipate. That's my answer. So, uh, pretty much around the same time. I even know the exact date. It was August 9th, 2015. Uh, We were on my porch at my apartment, and she was telling me goodbye because she was about to leave. And, uh and go away because at this point we had already moved her in because Constance came and we moved her in like two or three weeks before she actually left and I realized that I did not want to not be around her and then I did not want to not have her in my life so at that moment I said I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person and I'm going to spend these next few years making sure that I am a man that's worthy of a woman of her caliber. So, uh, anything that I needed to do to make our relationship work, I did. So whether it was being forceful on the communication, whether it was coming up there once or twice a month to see her, uh, he talks about all the trips, but I did blow a transmission in a car. And I feel like it's West Virginia's fault. <laughs> Damn. All those, all those trips that uh, good old Pearl made to good old West Virginia before I got Carla. And uh, yeah, I knew at that moment that she was the woman that I was meant to spend the rest of my life with. And not only that, I was going to do everything to make it work. I was going to do what I needed to do to, one, be worthy and also feel worthy of her. And sometimes I feel like I'm still doing it, but we married now, so. Yeah, you, ma- you uh-huh. married now. I was married now. That don't mean you stop, sir. You keep going. He didn't say okay, that. I'm just he saying. just said he feels like he's continuing. Don't I'm do just him. saying. Feel like I don't want you to do just said I feel like I got to keep <laughs> going. Still, he is continuing this trend. <laughs> don't come for him. I just want the, I just want the sir alone. to know he needs to continue. He knows. He's aware. He knows who he married. He knew what the fuck he got uh, into. Okay. He knows who you are, baby. Cause you done. My beautiful wife. Been, I know. You done. I know. See. I know. You introduced me to this Playing lifestyle, and now I can't go back, and I won't go back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, for richer or for it. richer. <laughs> I know Poor was in there somewhere. Mm. No. But y'all been Poe. We definitely been Poe. That, that, that soup. <laughs> the night he saved I can't believe y'all boy. keep talking about this damn soup. The no, soup look, look she talked about time. that soup. She talked about Jesus. that soup with such love in her heart. EJ, like, you saved her with with a fucking can of beans, okay? Like, it was the best can of beans she had ever had in her goddamn life. She couldn't believe that you pulled that shit together and saved her from hunger. And she was willing to that eat mean, it with her non-decision-making The thing ass. about that, I don't even think I hyped it up as much. It was Mo who hyped it up. Because Mo was on the phone with me that night that we was trying to figure out what the hell we are going to eat because we had no food. And Mo was on the phone. And Mo was... Like, oh, EJ was in the back. He's like, we got this, we got this, we got this. Oh, we can make it work. And Mo was like, oh, shit. She was just in the background. She was just so ecstatic. <laughs> and then Mo never let that shit die. Like, I forgot about it at one point. And Mo was like, you remember that time he made that soup? I was like, oh. It was like, oh. It's magic yes. soup he made. And Moby hyped, hyped it up. So she hyped it up so much that now I could never forget that day. <laughs> that was five star soup, okay? Five star. It was made with love. And, okay. and he took one of your hardest moments and made it into something beautiful. Right. You don't find anybody off the street that can just do that. Because somebody else could have been like, you know what? But I got five dollars to go get me a four for four. You figure out what you about to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he could have no. left you in that apartment by yourself, but he was like, "No, nah, this my girl, and we gonna figure out what we about to eat." Damn it! You know, whatever you got in this fucking kitchen. At that point in my life, EJ was like coming over to my house a lot, and it would piss me off because I would spend this money in groceries, and my groceries would be fucking gone <laughs> because he was there <laughs> all the time. And then you know what I call him? I call him my little Clydesdale because he eats. When he eats, he eats. And I'm just like, no, man, sir, you eat me at a house at home. And it was at one point I was like, yeah, put in on these groceries because my ass is not freaking it. And what did I do? He put in on the groceries. He put in on exactly. Him. I started buying groceries in addition to cleaning your house and washing your clothes and. Making sure you were straight as you were studying and doing all this work, getting in pharmacy school. Child, mm-hmm. willing to go in with your friends. So I was like, let's do a crab ball. You, you suggest Yo. Like, well, EJ Cook? Yeah. We all, we yeah, all put in $20. Dollars. <laughs> uh, $20 for some crab and bring your own beer. We well, fuck that reds up and that cracking and coke. And bust that hook out. Oh. Oh, those were there. good times. Remember that time we put the uh, was like Andre some some alcohol. We put some 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 wine or some shit. There was some cheap ass wine because that's all we could afford, was so and we threw in the hookah, and we thought that shit was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> it was. It was great. <laughs> I ain't never smoked a hookah like that before again. Damn it! <laughs> it was great, yo. You remember we started making bubbles and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was like, ooh, we getting even drunker with this wine in the bottom of the hookah. I missed that night. I don't remember that, but I do remember drinking Andre and box wine. Did we drink box we wine? We didn't drink box or wine. Or y'all had those big... It yes, was y'all did drink glass. box wine. I remember that yeah. episode, too. You fronting. You just cap. Y'all had box wine. 
Y'all I remember that Francesca in the fridge. I've never remembered drinking box wine. You I had box wine, and you had the wine that your was in the glass bottle. Oh, Carlos that Rossi? Carlos Rossi? I remember. And that Carlos no, Rossi. Carlos Rossi is not box wine to me. No, you had that and the box wine. Oh, God. That Carlos Rossi would get us fucked up by That's itself. That shit 14%. I need some of that in my life. I don't see the big Y'all, jug I anymore. I only see the little ones. Thing. But, yeah. Well, I, I say my money hey, in the big jug. Food line. <laughs> it is there. Oh, you saw it? Is food line? Because every time I would go somewhere, yep, I didn't it's see it. food line. Kroger don't have it. Kroger don't have it. Y'all know the Kroger's, as my wife would say, is bougie. But I mean, they ain't that damn yeah, bougie. It's but Kroger has it. It's like a mix. Kroger has it, but they have the little bottle. I could never find the big bottle there. One time I'm buying Carlos Sarasa is when it's a big... Bu- okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one because... Yeah, here I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh! Boo! Boo, Mo! Boo! Ooh, you whore. <laughs> Boo, you whore. Loser. <laughs> I think I had enough wine on Saturday, okay? What'd you have on Saturday? I'm good. Girl, I came to the wedding with a wine glass in my hand. That's Did you right, not you see? Really no, I didn't. I think I tried to not drink that day because I felt like I needed to be focused. Oh, I had a, <laughs> I had a couple of shots that day. I had a mimosa. I had... I only gave you a mimosa in the morning. I didn't want you to drink too much. And I didn't want you to sweat because mm. it was hot. Yeah. It was a hot... Can I say something? Morning. What? Go ahead, mm-hmm. boo. It looks like y'all had a fucking party and was turning up. Before we got married. <laughs> well, Me were. and Maurice and Kevin was just chilling, watching the game. We was drinking water. I didn't even want to drink anything beforehand. It's like Constance said, because I didn't want to sweat. Yeah. Y'all look like y'all was having a good old time. And I was jealous. Hold on. When did you see us have a good time? I didn't see you at all. Because, you know, I made it a point to not see you before the wedding. Right. But, you know, when I went upstairs and I was about to get some uh, Uncle Nearest from Constance's amazing father. And then you <laughs> called me back downstairs. I didn't even get to drink my Uncle Nearest. I saw the evidence oh, of y'all a wonderful time. Oh. Oh. I thought y'all, y'all should have been to the drink. You should have been trying to rack up the pool table. That's the problem. You should have been took. You should have just took the drink. Why the heck would you rack up a pool I table? I honestly think. I didn't think about I'm not going to say I didn't think about because it. Because that's what I, I wanted did. to do. I got nervous. I didn't know what y'all wanted to drink. And I know you don't drink that sweet shit. All we had was crown peach. That's what we had the most of. And we we gifted you a bottle of Hennessy. But didn't actually crack it open because that was for you to enjoy by yourself. I didn't want nobody else drinking it. Constance <laughs> has to mail the Hennessy to us because I left it there. You know, I... Oh yeah, it is right. But you know, I, I put but, that yeah. damn bottle of scotch in the luggage, and it made it eight pounds overweight. <laughs> oh, yeah. probably should have shipped that scotch too. That uh, Maurice and y'all got me. Yeah, yeah. So just bubble wrap the Hennessy, and you know I'll drink it. But yeah, okay. I'm so tired that we can. Y'all say anything is possible. Anything is. We possible. just listen. Me and Leslie thought about it. We was like, and I knew Mo would enjoy it too. We all knew you was gonna enjoy that shit. We just was like, she gonna hate us for saying it, <laughs> but it's gonna make her laugh though. Yeah, my pro <laughs> made her honor. She was so damn nervous. That's a sweet Jesus. 
Bless We were just like, girl. And she was the one turning it up. She was like, give me a shot. Give me a shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> How my hair look? I, I and her that. earrings made it worse that they kept falling yeah, out. Yeah, but I think we eventually found one that fit, right? The piece at the back. Yeah. 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 Did. yeah. The ones you gave her. Hey, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to remind you to submit your questions, comments, or topic suggestions to our email, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. That way we can potentially read or discuss them on the show. Don't have anything to submit to our email address? That's cool. Just leave a review on Apple Podcasts and we will read that on the show. Thanks for listening. Cheers. I think I think that's why you have your moves because you stifled them for so long when you were a kid. And now you're just out here just de-gaffing. <laughs> don't give a fuck. At this point, I really don't Not care. Not one single damn. Once you, once I'm, I'm 30 and I got my career and I got my house and I got a car that I'm driving, whether it's old or not, I'm established. Okay. There's nothing you can tell me at this point in my life. I'm just like, are you going to pay these bills though? My mortgage is due by the 15th. Somebody's established by the, because it is. I mean, I am not officially established. Now I don't have everything it, that it needs to qualify as established. You're established. But yes, I'm established ish. So I'm, I'm established enough to tell my family, Hey, you don't like this, but are you going to pay for this? Are you, I have bills that's due every month. Are you going to pay for them? And they'd be like, no, nah, okay. All right. We ain't got nothing else to be talking about. If you don't like my ways, then it is what it is. And it took a long time to get to there. So I think EJ got there sooner than I did though. And it was just at one point he was like, there's nothing else yeah. my family could do for me. So I'm just going to do me. So, and if they don't like it, it is what it is. But it took me a long time to get there. Age 22, 23. I I broke up with my ex. And I was like, yo, nothing that y'all going to do for me. Nothing y'all can do for me. So, I'm going to live my life the way I want to. So, that's when I started doing what I needed to do for me. Instead of doing it for everybody else. Still waiting on that, bro. Yeah. I, I'll get there one day. Yeah, it'll happen. Just it'll it'll just payroll. click one day. Do you just be like, oh, you can't do shit for me. And then I got this covered. These bills are being paid by my little paycheck every month, every two weeks. And there's nothing more what you can do bills for me. Being, most of the bills are being paid by me. <laughs> yeah. Most of them once you, once you realize that me. you don't have to depend on them for shit, you just be like, oh, that's when you you reach a different level, like you're established ish. But I would love. Okay, so hindsight twenty twenty. I would love to do this again as a party. Uh, I'm pretty sure my brother probably would not come back. But <laughs> for the first one, y'all got a bomb picture. I'm gonna have to get it from my mom though. I'm gonna send you that picture from my mother's phone. I did get a picture of you and your brother and sister. All the okay. together. I just don't have it on my phone. My, I took it with Oh, okay. Phone. So it's that was the one that was so in my hand at the is time. Is it me, my brother, and his wife, or it's just me, my brother? I think and it's my sister. I want to say it's you, your brother, his wife, and oh, your okay. sister. I think all of you was in that okay. picture. She was. We was like getting the picture. She was like, I don't want to mess up the siblings. 
situation. We was like, girl, if you don't get this damn picture, girl, you are a sibling. <laughs> right. You're a sibling by yes, marriage. Come on. I think at this point, my brother and his wife have been married for 26 years. No. Oh, my 25 God. 25 years or something like that. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a sibling by marriage. What the fuck? I think. <laughs> she sees it. She in there. Yeah, I think they got married in 2000. Not 2000. Sorry. 1997 or either 1996. I can't remember. Either one of those years. She's in mm-hmm. And my sister got married in 94. 95. I think 95. Damn. Mm. That just lets you know how older, how much older my siblings are. So that's when I think about yeah. um, your parents. I kind I know they're older than my siblings, but they're still ain't that much. Yeah, older. they're they're still in that same age range. Cause my sister graduated from college in ninety four, I think. And I think your dad said he graduated in eighty eight. Yeah, he got married. He got married in eighty eight. So they graduated in. Like- but he had. I think they graduated in one. I want to say 84, 85. 85. 85. He graduated in 85. Yeah. I okay. remember he was talking yeah, to me about it. I know my mom like 81 or 82 at USC yeah. as an SG row. So. so they're not much behind each other in age. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I just want to say Constance's parents are goals, okay? <laughs> they are the definition of people who saw what they want and they went to go get it and i appreciate that and i appreciate having people like that in my life i know i have my sister in my life who she is an inspiration to me as well and like ej's mom she's an inspiration to me as well like my brother-in-law he's inspiration he is like he is the person that even though he gets on my damn nerves Cause he be trying to be funny all the damn time. Cause he called me a fucking don't do Jimmy. Jimmy called me the damn strawberry <laughs> on the reception night. He thought that shit was funny. He said you a strawberry, you just not chocolate covered. <laughs> he said you look like a strawberry, you just not chocolate covered. He get on my damn nerves. But I love him <laughs> too because he is what I would want in a husband. I mean, I feel like I got it, but you know, he's, he's, you do, he is bro. what I want in a husband. Somebody that has a sense of humor that's there with me and who can inspire me to be a better person. And my sister is somebody mm-hmm. who definitely can inspire you to be a better person. Cause his parents is definitely somebody that can teach uh-huh. you that you need to have you a side hustle and to be a better parent and to be a better person. And EJ's mom is just somebody that's happy all the time, no matter what her circumstance is. She's always has a smile oh God, on her face. She's so damn sweet. She's so freaking sweet, bro. And his your mama is a doll. And EJ's a doll. Honey. EJ's auntie. I can see where you get it from. <laughs> EJ's auntie is that one that you want to have on your corner. That's my Constance, okay? Because she would tell you <laughs> what it is, and she's not. She's not afraid to ride or die when it comes to her friends because she knows, or her family, because she knows it don't actually mean dying. <laughs> it means to stick up for them. So I appreciate that. And, and Mo, you would be more like my sister because my sister, you know, she knows how to be nice, nasty. She definitely knows how to uh, <laughs> that. I feel like I'm just either or. <laughs> I'm not both. But I mean the nice or I'm nasty. 
can't really you know, talk between you. Can't fuse them. You don't know how to fuse them. No, I can't. And if I do it, I'm not doing it with words. I'm just looking at you <laughs> a certain way. I worked on that. My children know my looks. I worked on that with my email today. But anyway. <laughs> We're not going to do it. Do it. But anyway, it. like I appreciate these people who are inspirations. I can't speak for EJ, who's an inspiration to him. But I appreciate these people who are inspirations to me in my life. And also EJ's um, stepdad, when I met him for the first time, he told me, oh, my son, he knows... He likes them thick, just like me. <laughs> you know what? You got thick, bro. I was Those like, I was like, sir, I don't know how I should feel about it. You feel good about it. That's exactly what he said. You know, when I talked to him like a week later, he was like, "You have a beautiful girlfriend, sir. You know how to pick them." So. Yeah, and he 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 enjoyed. It. He loves you a lot because he because uh, you know I don't bring, I don't bring women around my family. I only bring like two women around my family. My ex and you, all the other hoes, they were just mm. yeah. But, uh, oh my gosh, I, I only no. I only brought right two there. women. I didn't tell family, y'all. So. That makes sense. My brother's the same way. Yo, his you know, mama was like, we know he gives a damn. His mama when he brings was like, family. basically, like you know, you the one for my son. He's like, because that other one, we only met her because we had to, because she went to the same church. <laughs> I was like, oh, what can I say? <laughs> oh, my Jesus. She was like, the other one. Bro, let, look. He said, we only met two girlfriends. And this the first one, we only met because we went to the same church. We had no other choice. And I was just like, ma'am, okay. I'm sorry. Like, no, that's oh. that's how you know you for real, because that's how we feel about Simone. Like, that's how we feel about Simone, honestly. I mean, she Douglas had another girlfriend, but he's had hoes. My mother act like she's not aware, because Douglas doesn't give... If he didn't bring them to us, he don't give a fuck about them. And if I didn't hear about it, there was one other bald head hoe that he used to date. Head. I knew about her, but I was like, you ain't gonna last, bitch. You just not, you just not gonna last. She was ratchet and crazy, and she never made it to the house. Oh, never made it. Thank you. I'm Jesus. glad I made it to the house as as a friend, not as somebody as in a relationship right. with any one of the gants, but as a friend. Well, and look, I love y'all, but, but I'm serious. Don't take that shit for granted. Cause my daddy's like, I can tell you don't tell folk about us. Cause he said, you know, when Sharonda like didn't realize when she was coming. How do I be telling folks shit like that? Like, I just don't feel the need to. Sometimes I'm even, I hate to say, I'm not embarrassed, but I just, I don't need you to think differently about me or what I do because of that. That ain't my fucking house. That's their house. I ain't pay for that shit. I just live there. I mean, I appreciate that, girl. I, as someone who understands that you are not where you come from, I understand that completely. I can't speak for anybody else that are pre- that is present here on this call, but I understand <laughs> that you are not where you come from because my values and my other family. Yo, so we was at my cousin's house in Augusta. So Jimmy trying to throw shade, right? He was oh, like, "That's his favorite." He pastime. was like, "Oh, he loves to throw shade. I swear he does." <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, he does. I realized that when you moved your ass to West Virginia. I was like, oh my it. damn. Okay. He loves it. He thinks the shit is hilarious. My daddy do the same thing. He just quieter about yes. it. Yes. So Jimmy was like, oh, basically trying to talk shit. He's like, tell them about it. They finally get married after they've been living together. Oh, so my cousin, my cousin was like, didn't he get down there? My cousin was like, that's that old timey shit. Let that go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> about that old-timey stuff. They don't even matter no more. That old-timey stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're older than him, so it's just like... <laughs> damn. It's like, damn, son, where'd damn. you find this? Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like... He was like a fly on the wall. He yo, did not miss no. anything. And okay? he does not. Nothing. He's one of those people, he would analyze everything. He got that radar on. That radar goes doo 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 Honestly, I got nervous when he moved, when he was at the wedding, when he moved from the tent to the porch to watch the game. I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I feel like he was keeping an eye on somebody or something, and I was hoping it wasn't me. I was like, what the fuck is he looking for? You probably was the least he looking at. So to be able to have my father figure and my best friend to laugh and kiki with each other and have a good time, it's a good feeling. It is. It's a good thing. It's a great fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. EJ, anything you want to add to the conversation? You fine. I love you, my beautiful wife. Oh, that's so sweet. I can't even take it. Fucking smorgasbord just gets bigger and bigger every day. <laughs> Some of us out here fiending for a buffet hoe. But why she has the look of like. Disgusting. She keep rolling my eyes like I can't just right. walk. My eyes are t- <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know they really close, but you know house. she gotta take the effort to roll them because her eyes close together. So you gonna she roll them eyes like I can't just walk over there in the office and come kiss you on the face while you on camera? Oh my god, that'd be so adorable. Constance, relax. <laughs> I'm not gonna Don't do it because it's gonna make too much work for Mo because she's editing. She's gonna hear all that noise in the background. So, cause I love Mo. Oh, it's called a chop and screw. Chop cut, and cut, screw. screw. Chop, chop, and screw. Chop and screw. Yo. I'm okay. about to put that shit tomorrow. Sure I, <laughs> <laughs> I got to download everything he ever made. Gosh damn it. I've got to roll to work tomorrow. T-Pain to is that real one. Okay? With that backseat action. Whoa. In the middle of the traffic. Whoa. I'm about to pull over and get other business. Holler at me. Ooh. <laughs> and then we always sing in the, in the studio. 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 In Oh, he could sign. Yes, okay. Day. He got me through end of high school, beginning of college. T Pain. Mm. Okay, so when that DJ played, um, what you call it, Shawty? I wasn't ready. I was like, wait a minute. Ooh. Wait a minute. What you trying to do to me? Yes, okay. T Pain. Good one. Ooh, you, Good old T-Pain. you are a real one, okay? You are. You are appreciated. Okay. It took you down memory. Yes, and I ain't even got any connections to these songs at all. But I just know how I felt. These songs were good songs. 
T-Pain was one of the first artists I put on my actual iPod. Girl, I went through it. I used to be making mixtapes with CDs. I used to travel to Walmart, get the little black and green CDs, the regular CDs. I had to figure out which <laughs> ones was writable. It was an entire thing. Yeah. used to buy cases of them bitches to make mixtapes for my car. Sure, I had and my then I an MP3 player. It didn't hold but like 10 or 15 songs. Yes, that's, that's what I was about to say. I think my first device was the MP3 player, and it had that yep. one little um flick, and yep, you would just change it. the song and to it song. Was, the writing was so tiny. Right. You couldn't hold nothing. Yes. But boy, I got that iPod. Apple changed the game. That 32 gigs, bitch, I thought I was doing something. Them 32 gigs was serious. I got me an iPod okay. for Christmas, and I got it inscribed. Oh, you bitch, mm-hmm. you fancy. I got an Instagram. I just got an iPod. And honey, I downloaded so many things. And then I was introducing LimeWire and FrostWire where I could download it for free. And get viruses on my computer. I definitely had some viruses. Whew. There were some late nights leaving that computer up, constantly touching the mouse pad to make sure the bitch didn't fall asleep and downloaded all my shit. Whew. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think we um, concluded our the meat of the show because we definitely talked more yeah. than that. <laughs> um, oh, damn. Okay. Damn. Anything else you guys want to ask us before we close out? Do you have any tips for newlywed couples? My tip, elope. Go to the courthouse. Don't have a wedding. It's a waste of time. You wasting your time, everybody else's time. Don't do it. Go to that damn courthouse, sis. And if you want to have something later, you have something later. You have something that you don't have to worry about. Oh, I need to work and make sure I have enough money to cover this. Don't worry about it, sis. Just go to that courthouse. Because at the end of the day, if they're a real one, they're going to celebrate you regardless. Elope. Get out of here. Run. Don't invite nobody. Just you, your spouse, the spouse's parents, or your closest friends. That's it. Point blank. Period. EJ? Well, thank you to my lovely wife. But my tip is to make sure that you establish your relationship on a, a foundation or something strong. Because a house without a bad foundation is destined to fall. So uh, make sure that the communication is there and strong. Make sure that you love this person, not just because they got a, a beautiful body and make you laugh, but also because this person will be with you in your hard times when you're not the greatest version of yourself. They can still see through that. So that's my tip. Make sure the person that you decide to spend your life with and make that vow and make that commitment to is someone that you actually want to spend that time with. And also elope. Fuck this wedding shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> everything said and done. Thank just, you. just go ahead and do your thug fizzle and elope, damn it. So, we received a review from Bora L 20 And it starts with, hilarious. Look forward to a new episode every week. Put your notifications on. This podcast will give you a good laugh and address relatable topics. So, Bora L20, we appreciate you, girl. And we hope that you keep Thank listening. You. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends to tell their friends. Because 
We trying to make it out here in this world. We want you to listen. We want to know what y'all think. We want to know whether you guys feel like there's something we can do to improve. There's something we need to switch up, chop and screw. Let us know. But thank you, Bor. We appreciate it. Whining with wine. Tell us your grievances. Whining with wine. What is on your mind? We got to find some backup music for me. All right. We go wine with wine. We can do that. We can do that. (laughs) We find myself singing that shit all week long. (laughs) It's so perfect. (laughs) It's so great. Why do y'all follow it's me? Like, it's like it's like a used car commercial. It's it's like it's amazing. Like it's why do y'all follow me up? It's like that commercial. EJ, EJ, give that commercial for your um hometown that you oh he always gives it. He gave it last time and the time before and the time before we was here twice. Go ahead. Which one? The wife saver one? Yes. Go ahead, get that oh. one. Wife saver, true southern flavor. So put a little shop in your mouth. Wife saver, put a little shop in your mouth. Oh, yeah, honey. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial is so long. Yes. Wife saver be busting, though. God damn it, that wife saver. I be, I be sleeping on wife saver. I might eat that tomorrow. Cool. Mm, that's an option. Okay, continue on. <laughs> Who's going to wine first? Who wants to wine with wine first? I think you should have I the think you, you have the floor. Me? Me, me. a whole yes. me. A whole you. The whole newly married woman. Well, my wine with wine is fuck you, wedding planners. Fuck you. Fuck your crew. Fuck your suggestions. Fuck your recommendations. Because you whack, yo. If you can't follow through to what presentation you're giving me, then what the hell are you following through with? If you can't send the invitations out in a timely manner, what's the point of having the wedding? If you can't present me with accurate decor, what's the point of having decor in the first place? Let's just have regular tables. Let's just have regular punch that's spiked. Let's just have some strong ass in Korea. Let's just have chicken that's already made. Mac, you know, some mac and cheese, some rice, some green beans. What's the point of having a wedding plan if you can't follow through with what you said you're supposed to do? The whole point was for you to make sure everything is timely. If you have a caterer that you suggest and you recommend and the caterer the caterer's food the disappointing part is that the caterer's food was so good you do such a great job your food is so delicious but you fucked up you know how you fucked up you were late people are hungry people want to eat and what did you provide empty plates so tell me as a caterer as a wedding coordinator, as a wedding planner, how are you supposed to make my day seamless and happy if you're not doing what you're supposed to do? The most important thing about a wedding is to have the people, is to have the food, 
is to have a good time. And I had none of those things at my wedding. And it's sad to say that I had drama that was not really drama at my wedding because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And you didn't execute execute things as efficiently as you should have. So girl, thanks for my refund because I needed that because I didn't get what I was supposed to get. You didn't gave what it was ever supposed to gave. And that's the problem. Nor did your caterer, who you have a close relationship with, gave what they're supposed to give. And that's a problem. So I had to leave pounds of chicken, pounds of crab legs, at somebody else's house. Because you came late and all my guests left. So there was no need to cook the rest of the food. So you tell me. How are you going to make yourself better for the next person? Because for, as for me, in my house, you fucked it up. You a fuck up. And there's nothing you can do to compensate for what you did. This is only one day I gave you responsibility of. One. That's all you had. Responsibility of one day. Potentially about maybe 10 to 12 hours. And you still fucked it up. You still made selfish choices. You still didn't consider what the bride needed, what the groom needed. And you made choices for you and yourself. So fuck you. I have nothing else to say to you. There's nothing that you can say or do at this point in my life that would make anything better. When I saw my friends performing as a caterer, performing as a wedding coordinator, when my videographer lost an hour of my time because they're supposed to be recording my special day because you were doing things that weren't a part of the, the wedding situation. It fucked me up. You ruined my day. So I just hope whoever hires you in the future or whoever you employ in the future is able to be better than what you were to me. I hope that you have a better experience. I hope that the bride has a better experience than you gave to me. Because I only had 25 people. 35 tops. And you fucked it up. And it was at somebody's house. You still fucked that up. How do you fuck something up at somebody's house? Tell me that. Hmm. Questions. QTNA. Questions that need answers. So there's nothing else that you could do to me or say to me right now at this point in my life besides the fact that you fucked up and admit that you fucked up. And I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, all I have is some pictures with some fake smiles, with some real tears that you gave because of you. So fuck you. That's all I have to say. Well, I love you, and I want you to know that my smile was real, even though we had a fake laugh in certain pictures. But I really was smiling and crying for you because you were so beautiful. And I was so thankful that you and EJ, you know, became serious adults and, you know, decided to go on this journey of being married. I know that seems like, oh, this is a natural progression. 
Honey. <laughs> Maybe this millennium has taught us anything. Like, people don't do that no more. People in our generation are perfectly happy not getting married. So to see you two take that, that plunge is very serious and very amazing. The only wine that I have this week um, is in the same area. And it's for people who can't self-reflect. People who are so immature that they don't know how to understand that they're the fuck up. They're the problem. And that's nobody else's fault. It's your fucking fault. You're a piece of shit, baby. It's not because so-and-so wasn't late. It's not because so-and-so didn't do that. No, bitch. You didn't communicate anything. You're not taking responsibility of what you didn't do. You aren't apologizing. You want you want people to admire and you want people to compliment, but you don't do anything worthy of such admiration. And I don't understand. You have one job, ho, but you were looking for everybody else to do your job and then wonder why you feel like shit. No one cares that you feel like shit and no one cares what you look like. No one gives a fuck what you look like because no one gives a fuck about you. It's not about you. Do your fucking job. And that's it. Ho. <laughs> yeah, ho. <laughs> My wine is more like a wish. <laughs> so I'm wishing with wine this week, bitch. <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and I wish I had the balls as someone suggested to cave a nose in because I've been mad for two days as if I've been the one that had to go through this experience as if I was the one that was getting married because to watch you work so hard and put in so much time into your relationship and this celebratory moment be sabotaged And as if it was intentional, broke my heart. Like, how dare you take away this one moment from someone and have no, like, remorse about it? And then try to come to me at the end of the day looking for reassurance. Bitch, I have nothing to reassure you for. I'm going to need you to go out there, clean this up, and go home. It's so unprofessional. You were so unprofessional Tyler Perry couldn't make this shit up. He couldn't put this in a movie if he wanted to. That's my wine. I wish that I could go back in time and plan the day that the both of you deserve because we could have done a better job planning it ourselves. I'm not the best with decor. I would have found somebody else to do that. But as far as execution, we could have handled that. Bitch, Tyler Tyler Perry had bitches... Real angels from the ceiling playing the harp, bitch. You mm. can, Brad. Okay, he had that shit set up. He could, he did a better job than she did. I would have called my friend Whitney. I'm like, girl, I need some decor in these colors. Find me something. Make me, mock me up some sort of something. I, 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 so I would have known it was gonna be this whole thing. I would have killed myself. We all would have killed ourselves trying to figure this shit out. It's really not that damn hard. I mean, it's really a matter of getting shit there on time and setting the shit up. And being like, and having everybody in their locations, knowing what their roles are. That's it. That's it. That's all. And major annoying ass communication. But only annoying to make sure that it's correct. 
EJ, do you have a wine with wine? I have one. It's in the vein of our wedding. But I done took two shots and down this bottle of wine, so I'm going to refrain. Um, everything that my wife said, everything that my sister said, I feel tenfold. Uh, when I see my sister walking across with food, when I see my best friend trying to go, and my best man trying to go behind the scenes and get some stuff taken care of, when I see my great friends trying to make our day special, when my mom, who you all know, is dealing with the things that she's dealing with, is still trying to maintain a positive demeanor and a smile on her face. You know, she knows this shit's fucked up. I have nothing else to say. Uh, because nothing else I was going to say is me, Max. I respect to her, who raised me very well. And my dad, who no longer is with us, who also raised me very well. I'm going to refrain from whining with wine. I wine with his water, though. <laughs> Boo! You wet! As, nope, as long as you wine somewhere, because you know what? Sometimes you need to wine on your own and wine in a different way, because, um, honey, we we whined so much more before we got on this fucking mic for, uh, for all you listeners. This is a very toned down, very chill wine, as you notice, because mm-hmm. all of us were calm af mm-hmm. as we talked about this. That's how pissed off we are. So, like, we whined hardcore. Before this, this is a, a watered down version of our wine with wine. Facts. And so I respect you, EJ, for your for your your chill wine. Yeah, I feel like um, things could have been resolved in multiple times or more in multiple aspects, but they really could have. You chose to continue to not be prepared and to fuck it up. So it is what it is at this point in my life. So I'm just too old. I'm I'm tired. Like I'm in my thirties. I don't have time for this. Either you can deliver or you can. She's like forty. She's she know she's like thirty seven. She in her late thirties. That bitch is forty. I don't give a fuck what you say. She's (sighs) forty and she should know better. She she's in her late thirties, so she knows better. And she knows what's quality and what's not quality. So at this point in my life, I have nothing to put you at. It's a big fuck you to you because you fucked up my day. You had me essentially crying Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Four days. You fucked up my life. I don't get another day. There's not another time in my life where I get to have this whole experience with my family and my friends. That I pay money for, no matter how big or how small. I don't give a damn if I paid $50. You did not deliver the experience that you were supposed to. And if you knew you couldn't do it, you should have said something to begin with. If you knew you weren't going to have the proper staff, you should have said something to begin with. Because you know what? We may have could have helped you. We may have could have said, okay, shit fucked up. Like, Things didn't follow through on your end. So what can we do on our end to make sure things work through correctly? Don't lie to me. Don't tell me my then fiance is preparing his fucking vials. We have no vials to prepare. 
don't tell me that it's because of your significant other's things were late. You are a representation of them. You did these things. Don't tell me that this wasn't available because you had two months to get these things available. It's you. You did these. You did this. It's your fault. Because you're the planner. You're the coordinator. It's your job to make sure these things go efficiently and as well oiled as they're supposed to be. But you didn't. And that's my fault because I I chose you. I was confident enough in you to think that I could have you perform these tasks efficiently. But apparently, you didn't have the resources to do so. So, I blame myself. But number one, bitch, I blame you too. Because you did it. You took on the task. And if you couldn't damn entertain and feed 25 fucking people, how the hell are you going to entertain and 25, 250 people? And I just hope for whoever is your bride, your groom in the future, you do a better job because you fucked up on this one. That's all I have to say. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> if you guys have any questions to ask or you have any comments you want to give us, like Mo said, the link is in the bio. Yes, Lord. Also, you can also hit us up at Unestablished Podcasts. Um, at gmail.com. That's our email address. Or you can hit us up at Unestablished Podcast on Instagram. We use that very much so. Um, If you guys don't have anything else to say, I think that's about it. That's a wrap. (laughs) Mo, go ahead and take us out. Cheers! Cheers! Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.